Welcome to the Christian Contractor Podcast. Christian Contractor Podcast. A show created for kingdom-driven Christian contractors that are focused on scaling their business in God's name while positively impacting the world around them. If you're ready to ascend from a contractor to a purpose-driven business owner, we're here to serve you. Here's your host, Brandon Guthrie. Why do we see division within the kingdom of God? What's up? I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs here on the Christian Contractor Podcast, where it's our mission to help Christian contractors bring the passion and purpose back into their business and scale it in the name of God so that we can positively impact the world through the abundance we create together. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited to have Tom Quirk of Superior Home Renovations and Rancho Santa Margarita Calvary Chapel with me today. Tom, welcome and thank you for being here again, again, again. Yeah, what a blessing. Super excited. Uh, I love this that I can just drop in from a missions trip in Sinaloa, Mexico and share. So thanks for inviting me. 100% man. So such a blessing to have you here. Um, And first and foremost, if you're cool with it, let's open up in prayer. Oh yeah, let's do it. Lord, we just thank you so, so much for loving us and for not leaving us just as children that are loved by a father, but inviting us into ministry, into your service, into your business. And Lord, what a what a joyful thing that we can be involved in 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 working alongside you, partnering with you, making a difference. Lord, thank you that our life has purpose and meaning. Thank you that it's not boring and about buying a bigger and bigger and bigger TV. Lord, thank you that there's so much to do and the joy that comes from doing it. We 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 love you, Lord. Would you just bless us today? We invite you to the middle of this conversation to glorify your son in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Powerful, powerful. Come on. Let's go. Yes, yes. Amen, brother. So topic of the conversation. Why yeah. do we see division within the kingdom of God? Yeah, I think that's big. Um, we, I start with the thought that we say here, what we've been talking about all week. So it's right, right down the aisle. It's interesting what the Holy Spirit's doing. We're talking about here that, you know, you have to have humility which allows you to be in in submission have submission to a team to a group to a vision to a direction and and then obedience to act on what you're in submission to if you have humility submission and obedience in a team you create unity if there's unity you create an atmosphere a, a teamwork format where the pure spirit of god flows in power and if the spirit of God is flowing in power in your team, then you have victory. So, so that's the pathway to victory, right? It's humility, it's submission, it's obedience, it's unity. And out of unity comes all of the power of the spirit of God into what we're doing. And I, I, I would say division comes from the opposite standard of that, right? So the first thing that divides us is pride. It's the idea that I've got something that you don't have, or I want to have something you don't have, or I should be in charge. And, and I think it's this it's the humility to know that I'm not in charge. It's the humility to know that I don't want to be in charge. That that was big in my life, right? Mm-hmm. For a while, I was trying to be, for a while, I was in charge. All that was dry season, right? Then I came to the conclusion, I'm not in charge. Uh, I'll let you be in charge. Uh, that, that was a little better. And then it came to the conclusion, like, I don't want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. I need God, the Holy Spirit, to be in charge, right? And if God, the Holy Spirit's in charge, and me and you are humble enough to put that first, 
then then who gets glorified? Well, it, like, G, like Paul says, he says, uh, you know, what do you have that you don't receive from God? If, if you're smart, if you got a business, if God made you an American and there's business opportunity, if somebody taught you something, but all that came through the Lord, right? So he's like, so where's boasting then? If everything you got came from God, where, where is the boasting? Where's the controlling? Where's the pride? He said, there's nothing. All this left is to glorify God, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's very hard to live that. Eh? It's easy to teach that. Easy to teach a Bible study on that. Mm -hmm. Living it is quite a challenge. Mm -hmm. The opposite of that, I think, is true as well. This was because you, you, you're talking about division. So just to, to focus in, laser focus on that word, you know, in Galatians 5, we have that explanation where it says, uh, these are the works of the flesh, right? He said, now the deeds of the flesh are evident. The first ones we won't deal with, although they're pertinent, uh, immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery. Then there's this funny list. It, it starts with enmities, which is a weird word. Like, what does that mean? It just means I don't get along with you. I'm not mm -hmm. sure why, but I know I, I'm, I'm not with you, mm -hmm. or at least I don't feel comfortable with you. Uh, we have a little problem in ministry going on in, in Sinaloa, and they've invited me to a conference tomorrow. And, you know, the first thing I said is, I don't get along with you. And, and, uh, and God's like, yeah, is that my problem, their problem, or your problem? You know, and like, oh, it seems like it's my problem. And so I'm, so I'm going to go in obedience because I just need to break my heart, break my flesh, be humble, be submitted, be, you know, so then, uh, but here's the thing. If we don't deal with that, amnesty turns into strife. And strife is just that striving to be, I, I'm trying to beat you. I'm trying to be better than you. I'm trying to get what you have. I'm trying to go where you, God took you, but he hasn't took me yet. Right. Mm. So enmity turns into strife. Strife moves to jealousy. Then there's outbursts of anger. Then there's this thing, disputes. I, I don't like what you do. Disputes move to dissension. Mm -hmm. I'm not with you anymore. Mm -hmm. This happens in the middle of a church. I don't like what the leadership's doing. Mm -hmm. I start talking to people about it. Yes. Pretty soon I say, hey, I'm not with the leadership anymore. I'm still coming on Sunday, but I'm not really with y'all. Mm -hmm. Then from, from that, it moves from from disputes to dissension then it moves to factions it's we're a group now i'm it's not just that i'm not with you now i got seven guys that are with me and we're against you right mm -hmm. and that's a fact that's when you get to factions and so there's that subtle slide or we call it the downward spiral and i think it happens in business i think it happens in ministry i think it happens in marriages mm -hmm. i think it's easy to start stop being submitted to the holy spirit and think, let me tell you what I think. And and no, 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 you need to hear what I think. And I think the only victory I ever see is when when we settle down and we get humble enough to go, well, what does God think? I don't got the I don't got the whole channel on that. Obviously, we're all part of this. And so so I, I love what I, I've seen you do it, you know, and it's a blessing to to watch you be involved in something. Uh, we on our first trip to Mexico, I watched you. We we were talking, and I was saying, "Hey, I don't necessarily. I'm not exactly right with all of what's happening here." You said, "Yeah, but we came with them. Let's be submitted to them. Mm. I think we need to honor them." And and that was the day I decided I wanted to work with you. Mm. I think the man who can can understand, it's not about me. Mm. I need to honor the person who God put in authority of this particular operation. Yeah. And we're going to do what we got to do to be a blessing to them. That, that's the key. That's who you're looking for to work with you. That's who you're looking with to partner with. That's who you want to minister with. Because if, if we don't have the humility to seek to be submitted, yeah. how do we get unity? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100% surrender. And God says, jump, I say how high, right? Yep. Full surrender. That's it. Full submission. 
you know, on your knees, hands in the air, right? That's that's the that's the image that pops in my mind. And 100%, man. No, that that was a blessing to to be involved with you in that operation as well. As so many so many blessings there. And um, yeah, that's that's huge. That's huge. And for Christian contractors listening in right now, um, they're probably been in that position where first. It's the, they're in that position where they first have pride, and then secondly, they're they've shifted to, okay, I'm not in charge, but I'll let you be in charge. Yeah. And then thirdly, okay, I don't want to be in charge at all. You have the best this. You have the best uh, command that can be made. What you say is the best the best decision that can be made. Um, and for Christian contractors listening in right now, they're like, yeah, that sounds so great. Um, and, but I maybe have division within my company. Um, Uh right. So it's talk to us about that. And, um, it sounds like it would, it comes from the top down. Right. But talk, talk to us about if there's division in, in, uh, in a contractor's business, um, how can they, how can they tackle that with, with the spirit as a partner? Yep. Yeah. I think three, four major things that I, I love what God has allowed me to do in the last year and a half. I love my company. I love the unity. I I mean, I'm, and I've lived without that in many companies. Okay. Uh, The first thing is to really pray over who you hire. I mean, really, really, really let God tell you who to hire. My wife tried to teach me that for 20 years. I was dumb. Didn't listen. Finally, I got that. I got, uh, you know, okay, let's try that. And so that's part of it, but that doesn't solve all the problems because Christians have problems too. Right. Mm. The other part is lead by example. So if if you're not humble, you can't expect them to be humble. If you won't listen, you can't expect them to listen, right? If you're not leading by prayer, you can't expect them to lead by prayer. So lead by example. Um, But I'm firmly convinced that if you're a leader in a contracting company, you're called to disciple the people that are serving under you. Um, There's a fantastic book called Self-Confrontation. If you need access to it, let me know. And, and this is the book that uh, K.P. O'Hannon from Gospel for Asia uses across all of India. This book, it changed my life, and I've taught it in Africa. I've taught it everywhere, Mexico, Guatemala, every country we've ever planted churches or, or raised up leaders. And it's the Bible organized in sections that are effective. And so it's it's really well done. It's, it's it, There's very little in it except for the Word of God. But it has this section called Interpersonal Relationship Problems. Mm. And, and let me tell you, the Bible has so much to say about that theme. And it talks about what does the Bible say I should say? What does the Bible say I shouldn't say? Mm. What does the Bible say how to listen? What does the Bible say about how to forgive? What does the Bible say about, about how to have good interaction, right? What's the difference the way God thinks about communication and man thinks about mm. communication? Mm. And let's be honest, leading is communication. Mm. Leading is communication. And so your way, your way of communicating if it's biblical, will build biblical responses in your people. Your way of communicating it in frustration, in anger, and strife. Again, that 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 uh, Galatians five verse. If I'm communicating in the flesh, which a lot of communication on a contracting job, let me tell you, is in the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. If you can get away from that and communicate in in a spirit that is about what's best for us and how do I hear what you're really trying to say. And, and I, I watch you, Brandon, talk, you, you have that, you're a great listener. Mm. And, and I think I'm a, I talk too much. Mm. Uh, I'm a pastor. Uh, but they taught me to monologue for an hour in a pulpit. Like that's not necessarily good. Um, but I think learning how to listen, learning how to really peel back the onion on people's needs and, and 
And, you know, contractors by, by generality aren't the greatest communicators. Mm -hmm. They, they took a job where they get a hammer, they go in and work with some wood, they leave everybody alone. Don't bug me. I'm just going to do what I got to do. They did that for a reason, right? They were probably not liking too much socialness, right? Mm -hmm. And so helping to develop that communication skill, listening skill, it blesses them on the job. It makes them a better partner on your team. It blesses their marriage. It blesses them as a parent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So focusing on that, taking it, one of my friends has really encouraged me and I'm like, golly, that seems expensive. He's like, expensive? Huh, you must not be listening. And so I was like, well, explain it again. He's like, you need to pay your guys one day a month and go take time off and do something crazy like throw tomahawks or shoot guns. Mm. But in that day, take two or three hours in the Bible, an hour here, an hour there, an hour here throughout an eight hour day. But in the in, in, in the time where you're doing something fun and exciting and, and, and manly, if you will, mm. and, and really develop their growth in the word of God, their maturity in Christ. And I was like, but do I got to pay him? He's like, dude, are you telling me one day in your job breaks you or something? Do you need help? I'm like, no, one day don't change nothing really. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, so you don't think investing in the character and the integrity and the unity and the communication of your team is worth a day's pay. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, let me, let me, let me go back and redo that. Right. So we're, we're trying to do that this year. Mm, so powerful so powerful amazing amazing so for, so for christian contractors out there that are maybe having some division in their company that's very common it's very normal it's it's the the natural state of things is chaos so for her organization is an unnatural supernatural thing right um yes and uh, i love that resource that you mentioned self-confrontation i think that could be a great link that we put in the resource oh yeah um, biblical well, counseling foundation. So it was written by like 50 people, the biblical counseling foundation, and it's called self-confrontation. If I had to go somewhere with two resources in my life to plant churches and raise up leaders, I would take a Bible and self-confrontation. Wow. Wow. Then that's, that is definitely going to be a resource that we can get to our Christian contractors listening in that are in leadership positions and maybe they're finding division in their own team. Maybe they're finding division in their own families, their own friends, uh, cir circles of colleagues, um, whatever that is. It sounds like this is going to be a really great resource um, for them to dive into. And number one, coming back and remembering the, the value from this piece of content that we're going through right now is to, is to surrender. Remember that uh, God's command and decision on, on it, on uh on something that's going on in your business is the best decision to make to go to God first, um, not be, not have that pride and ego about, I think what's the best, but go to God and pray about it and yeah. lead from that standpoint. So that's number one. Are we doing that? Let's audit ourselves. Christian contractors listening in. Are we praying to God? Are we tapping into the Holy spirit? Every time we find ourselves faced with division or challenges in our business, yes or no, Let's answer that first and foremost. That's already something that we can pull away straight from this. And then number two is going to be the self-confrontation book. I could see that already. I'm super excited to, to dive into that. And maybe what, what we could even do is what would be cool is I'll get the book myself, go through it, cliff note it up, maybe get some key takeaways. And then we could have yeah. another episode where we just kind of go over the the key takeaways of the book. I think that Love it. contractors will, will probably really value that as well. What do you say? Yeah, that's super exciting. Two, two, two other points as, as we wrap up, I think, uh, taking a class through Biola university on, uh, 
leader leadership within the Holy Spirit or leading in the Spirit of God, right? And probably the most point that I would say, wow, that was deep, right? Is is this idea that sometimes we see the Holy Spirit as a power, we see the Holy Spirit as a person, kind of, we see the Holy Person, uh, Holy Spirit as a place to get gifts, uh, maybe a place to get wisdom. And, and this really dug in deep about the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. I think that name helped me grab the Holy Spirit in a deeper way. Mm. Uh, it, it, he has all kinds of names, but the Holy Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit of God. Mm. And, and But just that idea, the Holy Spirit of Jesus, the, this is the Spirit of Jesus we're talking about. I was like, wow, that, that connected for me. Then the other thing is, of course, Jesus said something crazy. Right. Jesus said lots of things crazy. But this thing, I was like, when he said, it's better for you that I leave. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I want you to come witness to my mom. Why don't you just stay here on earth? We'll rock this church thing. Right. Mm. And and he said, no, it's better if I leave. And I'm like, OK, explain that to me. Right. And he's like, because if I leave, I'll send the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, so if Jesus thinks the Holy Spirit with us is better than Jesus with us. That's that's profound. Mm. OK. Yeah. And and I and I never really look at so then this thing dug deep into the spirit and 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 one of the next key nuggets I walked away with I like that term you use a lot uh, was the Holy Spirit as my friend wants to be my friend wants to be my partner wants to be my he he becomes the actual uh, senior member of my business right yeah. the senior partner in the business and that he's here in such a way where we, see oh, so many things. Paul says, oh, I got it figured out. I'm heading to Asia. Holy Spirit says, nah, can't go to Asia. He's like, what? <laughs> then he says, well, I guess I'll wait. Then he gets a vision. I guess we're going to Macedonia. And so what I'm trying to say is those key decisions as a contractor, as a leader, as a son of God is really about your friendship and your interpersonal relationship with the Holy Spirit of Jesus, because that's who's here leading right now. And so that was big. He's my friend. He's here leading. He's the senior member. Uh, then then the, the other part that was really deep was just the idea that when we're working together, um, you said the word uh, surrender all. You like that word, surrender everything, right? Yeah. And I, I think I lived with that word for a long time in my life. I like the idea. Um, in Mexico, we're now talking, we're having different meetings. I'm here doing a lot of bunch of stuff. And we were talking about mayordomia, which is, it is a funny word. It, the word means so much here and so much in Spanish because it's still a very European country where um, very wealthy owners put somebody in charge of everything. And they literally have pretty much 100% authority to do whatever they want. Uh, but they were doing it all under the name of and under the authority of, and they're running the things for mm. a, a senor, no, yeah. a don, a person that, that's the actual owner. And so we we don't, I, the word, I'm going to give you the word in English, but the word in English doesn't give us enough depth. But the word is is steward. But again, we don't use it. Like, who do you, do you have a steward? I have a steward. Does anybody know anybody with a steward? <laughs> right? We're like, the name don't mean anything anymore. Right. But what it means is this. It's not surrender like, I don't, I'm not participating. I don't know what to do. It's surrender like, okay, you gave me this. The business is yours. The house is yours, right? Mm -hmm. the, the money is yours. My breath. Mm -hmm. That's so funny because the, the, the word for Holy Spirit is breath. Mm -hmm. 
And, and, and so when he says, I breathed on you, what it means is he put his spirit in you, right? In Genesis 1. And when Jesus, in, in right around John 20, 20, uh, uh, Jesus sees the disciples after his resurrection and he breathes on them. Mm. And he says, receive the Holy Spirit, right? I believe that was the way they were. Really, I think that the spirit died in, in Adam in Genesis and it was breathed in for the first time inside of a believer. They were born again mm. when Jesus breathed on the apostles after the resurrection. That breath of the spirit, what all that comes down to, even my breath mm, mm. is the possession of God. Mm, my life, yeah. my mind, my thoughts, all of it, it would be non-existent without him. And to be in that position where I need to steward my mind, I need to use it for God. I, I need to steward my words. I need to use it for God. I need to steward my breath, my body, my my wake up, my lay down, my my, my arms, my hands, my work. Everything God's given us to as big as it can be a $400 million business, to as small as I get up and breathe every day, mm. God is, has the expectation that we're using that for his glory. We're using that for his benefit. We're using that for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, that's what I believe. That's what you mean, Brandon, when you say surrender all, right? It's not just give up and say, well, God, do what you want. Mm -hmm. It's, well, God, you gave me all this. What do I do with what you've given me? I want to use your business for what you want. I want to use your breath in me for what you want. I want to use your, the mind you gave me to be a blessing to my kids, to be a blessing to my wife, to be a blessing to the people that work under me. So I love surrendering, but surrendering mm. in action, Yeah. right? Surrendering yeah. in action. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent surrendering to, uh, stepping down as a CEO of the yeah. business and handing that over to over to Jesus, the spirit of Jesus. I love that shift. It's kind of like a, an identity shift a little bit when you put that perspective yeah. to it. It's like, it's not just, it's not when the Holy spirit verb, you know, English language, we can say things, take things for granted. But when you say it's the spirit of Jesus, that takes it to a new level, right? Yeah. A bit of an that really hit me. Wow. A wow factor right there. That's, that's a big one. So spirit of Jesus, um, and, and, um, yeah, surrendering or, Stepping down and stewarding, but uh, how do you say that in Spanish? Yeah, mayordomía. It's 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 being a steward, right? But mayordomía, it 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 means uh, serving the person who's greater than I. Mm, okay, okay, yeah, and and mayordomía uh, and uh, and stewarding what what God is doing through you, right? It's it's the the air in our lungs is His. The business that that He that we're running is His, and we could run it. We're, we're in control. We have authority and we can run it into the ground or we could tap in and, and listen to what he has for us, what he wants for us. And to bless and glorify his name through our business and through our actions. And we, and he's our partner. He has our best interest in mind. You know, he's, Amen. If we, if we follow his actions and his desires, he knows what's best for us. He knows what maybe, um, maybe not hitting, $400 million a year as a business owner is maybe that's not right for you. Maybe that's going to create right. different problems that God, that God's plan might may not hold because he knows that that's going to create some problems that maybe you're not ready for. Maybe you haven't built that, that character yet enough to, to be able Ooh. to be purified, to be able to steward that kind of level of influence in the world. And so um, I love that. And, and just, um, yeah, it comes back to to stepping down and, and letting him lead and if we could do that every day and i feel convicted because i i have said that before but do i remind myself daily you know 
because uh, it's easy to say, oh, you say it every once in a while. And then it's like, have I been doing it every day? Oh, man, I need to put a sticky note up on the wall. To, to it's funny. I, what I loved what I loved about that was the, the idea because I watch you. Uh, I see you have some big victories in that. And I, and I, 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 I think I struggle with that often on lots, really. Uh, I think I've watched God take away businesses from me. I've, I've been blessed to open and close probably 15 businesses. We had a big furniture company with 10 stores in Sacramento and we owned a furniture factory and I was only had to work six months a year and the money was flowing without hardly doing anything. And it, my wife was worried because I was getting more absorbed in the business, meaning I was running it, not letting God run it. And finally we prayed, Hey, we just rather be missionaries. And I went to Sudan the following month and somebody stole 300,000 in cash and all the inventory. And I was like, wow, that's not how I meant. I just want to be a missionary. You know, that was not my plan how to end that business. But I seen God give and take away because every time I was learning to let it go and let him do it and realize it wasn't about the business, it wasn't about me. It was just an extension of ministry. And this is the first business that I can honestly say I've ran and I'm running with peace and with, with him running. It's been the most joyful thing I've ever done. But it took, like you said, embracing those, those saying, hey, well, this one's just going to close. Then how do you feel about that? And making sure I came back to him, making sure I put him first, make sure I learned through the process. And and I love my wife. She's always like, when we're struggling, she says, hey, can we just pray what God wants you to learn so we can get out of this problem? Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's a, such a wonderful way to look at a problem. Yeah. God, teach me what you want me to learn so we can move on. Because many times the problem's just there because my father's trying to say, listen, mm-hmm. we need you to grow now. We need you to step into this. So. Mm-hmm. so powerful, so powerful. For Christian contractors listening right now, those are some huge takeaways um let's let's remember to steward we're stewarding god's business as we lead we're stewarding god's people the team members on our team Man. we're blessed to have our team members we're blessed to have the air in our lungs we're blessed to have the opportunities we have are we tapping in daily to the spirit of jesus are we uh truly stepping down as ceo as owner of the business and we're actually tapping into what he has to say what direction he has for us in our business and do we actually believe that what he says is what is in our best interest. So let's tap into that for one. And number two, we're definitely going to be getting a link to that resource for the book, Self-Confrontation. Excited for that. Yeah. Uh, I will personally be going through that and we'll cliff notes it and book club it. And we'll have a recap where we where we go through that. I'm sure we're going to have some really great nuggets. So for Christian contractors listening in right now, stay tuned because we're going to be having another session where we're going to be going through that and, and keep building us up as leaders in our organizations. And uh, as I talk about leadership, uh, uh, I'm going through John Maxwell's content like crazy right now. Yeah. And uh, man, there's probably so many principles we could unpack um, just from something from things that, that uh, John Maxwell has t- taught and come and just, and uh, riff on it, rap on it, talk about it, uh, bounce yeah. off the scripture. Uh, I think that would be a fun time too, because I think I think that where we can make a big impact here on the Christian Contractor Podcast is we're pro- we're most likely going to be talking to leaders in organizations and how do you lead and how do you yep. have servant leadership, right? How do you lead like Jesus? There's actually, a, I use a, a personality test company. It's called Lead Like Jesus. Uh, look it mm. up. It's a great resource. I can put that link there as well. So if it, it does a disc assessment. I've had multiple of my key team members do it and it gives a disc assessment on personality types and then also bounces off of scripture and then bounces off of how to lead like Jesus. Um, wow. So that's a great resource. I could put that link. That there. sounds really cool. Yeah. I'd be interested well. in that. Definitely. 
Um, and, um, but I, I could see a big need for leadership and, um, because it comes from the top down. If you have a problem in your business, it comes from the top down. You have a problem in your production comes from the top down. You have a problem in your sales comes from the top down. Right. So, um, I think we'll definitely be diving more and more into leadership. So, uh, but for today, Tom, it's been a blessing. Appreciate the value and the content that you brought here today. Thank you so much. Uh, and where can people find you once again? Uh, for church stuff, Calvary Chapel, Rancho Santa Margarita. I think the website is calvaryrsm.net. So calvaryrsm.net. Uh, for Superior Home Renovations, it's superiorhomerenovations.net. Uh, you know, and and I think I'm loving what we're doing here. I'm so excited. We're pray for us. We're we're considering trying to be a resource to do leadership conferences, help people grow on that spiritual side. I think there's lots of resources if you want to grow on the actual production side, the sales side, of course, your stuff, uh, Brandon, with the, the promotion side. But I think, wow, there's not a lot. Of, I haven't seen a conference where we're talking about the spirituality, the Christian side of leadership yeah. in the construction business. So we're really praying about that. Yes. Uh, count me in on that one. I think we're, I think we're, we're yeah. a can of worms, a good can of worms right here. <laughs> Amen. I love that. That's amazing. So guys, check them out. Thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Contractor Podcast. I'm Brennan Guthrie with Dream Design Labs. If you're a Christian contractor that wants to take territory in God's name, learn how to do just that at go.dreamdesignlabs.com forward slash case dash study. Check it out. It's free. I guarantee you'll get great value from the content. Remember, marketing doesn't have to be hard. All you need is the right tools and the right heart to serve. Until next time, stay blessed. Tom, once again, appreciate you and thank you for being here. God bless you. And